There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, where we are a privately funded podcast, not receiving any government funding. Our message has not been altered. We are not being forced to say these things. We do this under our own volition, right, guys? No. Yeah. We get paid, and the government asked us to do this. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> right. Yay. Frank, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Oh, I caught you eating the bang bang shrimp. Yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just told me you were doing yeah, that. That's fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got a mouthful of shrimp, so uh, what could be better? Better than most, gotcha. Uh, Tom, how you doing tonight? Chris, they say they say they'll shoot me. They say what? I. What? Who? What? They, no, no, no. They say. They if say, we want our paycheck, we have to say nice things about this game. I'm so excited <laughs> to play. Excellent. And Bob, how are you? I am fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, fantastic. Glad to have you, Bob. Well, the last game we played on GGN, it was One Tough Gazookus Who Hates All Palookas, which is the lyrics to the song. I looked it up, and boy, does that sound like an ethnic slur. It is not uh, Palookas. It, uh, I, it actually, I think it actually is anti-Polish, but, you know, I don't know. I, could... <laughs> I, don't care I looked them. it up. It, like, it didn't say anything uh, negative about it. Yeah, it just means like a... Uh, <laughs> Tread carefully. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, now I'm... now I'm, yeah, I, It's I actually something say... that also that uh, Disney uses with Donald Duck. Oh, yeah. A stupid, clumsy, or uncouth person. Yeah. Inferior or an average prize fighter. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But, yeah, Popeye, the arcade game, turned into a full-fledged 3D experience um, without adding any game mechanics, though. And it uh, it, it, it wasn't very good. Um, Frank, did you get your Switch back at least? (laughs) Uh, No. Oh, wow. Uh, You enjoying the Switch then, Tom? I have not touched it since... uh... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I, wow! In fact, wow. Return it and I was like, man, you know, I really haven't, I haven't played it's Fortnite never... in two weeks because of that, you know. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I borderline forgot I had it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, while, while we're on the topic of the previous episode, I have to give a public apology. Okay. Uh, to one uh, Victor. Uh, oh, because Victor. Okay. not only friend of the podcast did yeah. he actually have a Nintendo Switch to play this game on, he <laughs> had watched and was very fond of the Popeye movie. Oh, really? And upon that revelation, I apologize profusely to him in person. <laughs> this is my public apology. But here's the thing. I'm not going to tell him I did this on the podcast, and I don't want you guys to tell him either. He has to actually okay. listen to this podcast before, you know. So so we'll, we'll see if he actually listens or not. He probably won't because uh, uh, no one does. But, uh, you know, uh, so that, here's my very public apology to Victor. I apologize. He would have been a great only, uh, member of the cast during the it. game, but, you know. <laughs> didn't work out i i was just skipping through the the video footage you can find it on youtube now if you want to watch it victor victor if you're gonna watch this um <laughs> but uh i was scrolling through like where's the gameplay footage it's halfway through the episode frank because <laughs> yeah. we did have a five minute film with frank yeah so that's that's popeye all right well um let's talk about what's going on in the gaming world real fast before we get into it well first i guess we should plug the podcast that's what's going on in the gaming world uh yeah make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you Get your get your favorite podcast, and we're also releasing the episodes on YouTube a couple days later on um, Thursdays every other week, and uh, streaming some good games sometimes on twitch.tv slash ggncast. You can find us streaming the episodes there as well if you want to come hang out, chat, and give your, give your thoughts on the game we're playing. So Kingdom Hearts was revealed, the next Kingdom Hearts entry, and it seems like they like made uh, Sora look more 
uh, realistic, which is kind of concerning because I'm really afraid that they're going to put like uh, a scene where Doc has to meet Princess Leia or Han Solo because um, they're, they're probably going to bring in the MCU and Star Wars universe because they just can't help themselves. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have you guys ever played Kingdom Hearts? No, all I know is that it intermixes like all of the properties of Disney, yeah. right? If you do ever get a chance, just uh, like look up the Kingdom Hearts scenes out of context and it's and it's great you know just a character like dying and turning into dust and then it pans over to mickey mouse yelling no <laughs> um yeah it's, it's just it's a great collection of nonsense kingdom hearts let's see what else our good friend alfredo is seeing sonic 2 has anyone seen sonic 2 no i didn't know it was i wouldn't yet. i wouldn't dare i really wanted to go see the first one after we bullied them to fix it I'm like oh now i gotta go see it <laughs> you were and part then of the I campaign that bullied them to, to fix it, it and you never wow he never saw it i know i didn't that's on me i'm admitting that publicly right now Sonic people, I apologize. <laughs> you didn't get my money, and you're still not going to get it. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Sucks to suck. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. I saw this news, and I haven't looked into it. Yeah, something about Sony investing in the metaverse. I'm sure that's going to pay off for them. Great. All right. Yeah, I'm we'll, guaranteeing we'll it's ahead. not. That's my prediction. It's not going to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the metaverse just seems like it's... Uh, it's created by people who don't understand how video games or VR work, and uh, we're just not there yet, you know? Oh, I, I just realized maybe I don't even know what the metaverse is. I, <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> imagine... The people like, making the metaverse don't know what the metaverse is. <laughs> yeah, imagine like a bunch of 60-year-olds saw a Ready Player One, and they're like, we can do that today. And then they just start announcing that they're going to do it today. So, well, how, how are you going to do that today? We're doing it now. We have Sony on board. We have Facebook on board. So they, they <laughs> want to create like a virtual world. And like Facebook has commercials for it. They're just calling it. Well, I mean, they renamed their whole company Meta, right? So, um, yeah. And they like, what, what are the practical applications? How do you how do you do it? Doesn't none, none of it's there yet. There's no there's no substance. I feel to like it. it's just all preceding media related to this idea is negative though right like when they're like <laughs> like it always works out <laughs> i just feel like every time this idea has any been like in a movie or anything they're like and it was terrible for everyone and they're like well we're at that level and now Zuckerberg right we should like uh, we should we do need it to do it we need to do it <laughs> probably because if you yeah. look at it from a greedy perspective there you're the message you're really taking away is okay how many people in the population did it all of them okay yeah we should do that we should be the ones to do it <laughs> No, that, that's really what is driving it is that like it's going to be the future. People are going to get on board with it. We just don't know how yet. So that's the argument that I've heard is like these companies are just staking out their place as being leaders in the, mm. you know, the metaverse. It's, the, it's at least an architecture that's ready for it. But like there's nothing there yet. It's, so. it's going to happen one day. So it might as well be us that does it. That's, that's exactly well, it's right. It's kind of also yeah. like NFTs. If you think about it, everyone's like, oh, buy this. Then down the road. You can do stuff with it. I mean, some people are doing little things here and there, but like, oh, the big yeah. picture is once you have as many NFTs, then, you know, yeah, you NFTs hear now, talk about, profit later. Exactly. Yeah. You hear people talk about like the implications of NFTs for video games is like, well, imagine that you could buy Mickey Mouse's ears and you own that NFT. It's a unique thing you can take from this game to this game to this game. And you say that and it's like, it just completely disregards anything about how video games work yeah. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't make any yeah, sense I had, I had like 10 follow-up questions to that yeah. <laughs> but but the people who are pushing it are uh seems like the the level they're coming at it with but you're right they're just seemingly staking out the the territory um if that holds we're going to talk about something that is not staking out the territory though uh the game we're playing this evening is america's army 
proving ground. And we've talked about this on the podcast, haven't we? We have talked about America's Army because we have talked about another game that the government sponsored, mm-hmm. uh, Moonbase Alpha. <laughs> and uh, yes. it's funny, when researching these games, I, got, I did a lot of research into like games that the U.S. Army or you know Pentagon has sponsored. And uh, man, Moonbase Alpha, it just it didn't make a... It's not on anyone's radar. It, all everyone ever talks about is America's Army Proving Ground. That is, that's what this game is known for, being made by the U.S. Army. And the reason we're doing it tonight, and I'm going to read a quick little statement here. This is from americasarmy.com. To America's Army Proving Grounds, mission success. Time to withdraw. This was announced on February 7th. First, we <laughs> want to cover the tough news announced recently. America's Army Proving Ground will shut down on May 5th. As the saying goes, all good things must come to an end. While it is with mixed emotions, we plan our goodbye to AAPG. We want to look back on the series and celebrate some of its achievements. The free-to-play America's Army PC game represented the first large-scale use of game technology by the U.S. government as a platform for strategic communication and recruitment, and the first use of game technology in support of U.S. Army recruiting. Three mainline titles... More than 200 million AA players later, the series' original purpose continued. There have been 30 million objectives completed, 180 million successful missions accomplished, uh, and many more in-game achievements attained under America's Army PG alone. As time has passed and AA has fulfilled this mission, it is time for us to shift our focus to other new and innovative ways to assist the Army with comms and recruitment. None of this would have been possible without our players, so thank you for your dedication and continued support throughout these years. We look forward to what the future could hold for AA. Encourage you to stay tuned for future announcements on the series. So that is their statement that AAPG is shutting down. So we're here to to give it a proper send-off to talk about what this game was. Um, it is technically America's Army 4, the fourth entry into the series. That's what Proving Ground is. It is a free-to-play tactical first-person shooter made by the U.S. Army. A better comparison to current games maybe would be like it's Valorant without the superpowers or, you know, instead of being made by the hip and slick Riot games, it's made by a data analyst in the Pentagon. So that's what America's Army is. Yeah, so let's start. Did you guys know that this game existed? Have you heard about it? Tried it? Played it? Only through you did I know this oh, existed. You played it through me. No, okay. no, no, no. Well, I've only known <laughs> it existed. It gotcha. Frank, Bob, did you Yeah, you same. I, uh, when we covered it on the podcast when we were doing the uh, moon base. Yeah, I remember you guys talking about it at one point. Wow. I didn't know. It's like a legit uh, FPS. Yeah, it, it is. Um, the one thing that kind of sets it apart, they, they say that what, what they want to set America's Army from its original conception apart was that it's, it's, it's guiding principles since the beginning that they wanted to be competitive with the other FPS games um, and leaning on military guidance for tactics. And as they say, be, be guided by the Army's value of loyalty, duty, respect, or selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. It's a, it's a lot to, for a video game to do. Um, and throughout the game is included uh, some training kind of sequences and different campaigns throughout the game um, that provide real-world information like army medic training, some basics of driving army vehicles, operating specialized systems like a javelin, parachuting, crow's system. How, yeah, how's the pitch sound? A game made by the U.S. military, which, as you heard in their in their blog, they're pretty openly talking about how it's a recruiting tool. <laughs> I think... Uh... You and we'll probably get into it more later, but there's like a a tonal issue that ends up happening like pretty quickly in that like most games, even ones that are pretty serious in Mm -hmm. uh, like allow like a certain level of like your your, disbelief, right? Like this is this is fake and it's not real. And obviously this isn't real, 
But just the fact that it's meant as a recruiting tool kind of makes it seem like they're trying to let... It's like a higher level of attached realism. And that's like a fake term. It's harder to suspend that. that Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So like, it. I, I just, when I was quickly going like the training in the beginning, like they were like... Mm-hmm made a crack in a couple jokes and i was like this isn't yeah. it's not this isn't funny guys this is serious <laughs> we're training for a real right? like i but that, that literally was my thought is i was like would you really be joking right now i'm I, like i'm handling a gun for the first time according to you <laughs> and uh, and i don't know that was less that was less fun <laughs> like yeah. maybe i'm a, the, the a weirdo tone, but that was my tone is kind of different than maybe you would expect i don't know it, it felt very 2020 or this, this one came out in 2013 2013 drill sergeant right like there's a guy talking to you over a pa but mm-hmm. he's like very casually kind of taking you through the training it's not a drill sergeant yelling in your ear right like you maybe you would expect it's like the the cool approachable arm me i guess that is trying to train you to be a like a special ops it feels like yes that um i think we've, we've probably had similar i don't know even like call of duty i feel like they're like they're rougher with you in the training things you know like they're yelling at you and stuff um the voices yeah. were much younger in this too which also threw me like when you're yeah. going through like you're a soldier to pick it i feel like normally in games like it's like voice one and you're like we're gonna go out fight and it's like voice two and it's like <laughs> we're gonna go out we're gonna fight and this one was like Hey everybody! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it felt very much like no, we're we're it's teenagers, teenagers. <laughs> well, we're yeah, going for <laughs> Come on, no, that's hello, my point. Hello, that's my point. Is they were like, yeah. no, no, we wanted to sound like nineteen-year-olds because eighteen, yeah, because because be that's who we're going hello, for. Fellow it children, you want right. to come join me? Right, and that it was a buzzkill for me instantly. Where it was like they were like, which voice do you want? Like teenager one or teenager four? And I was like, I don't want to be a teenager. I send any of them into battle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's play. Uh, let's play a game on a server. How about the uh, the DZ Devils Clan public server? Ooh, that's two out of thirty-two. Pretty low ping. Chris, can we talk about these videos? AmericasArmy.com/slash/loading-videos. Yeah, so, about. so as you're loading servers between maps, you will get fed uh, a video that a video that is uh, approved by GoArmy.com. They're all you have to do with Army culture. I was just watching one talking about how to mount your site on an AR. Um, there are other ones that are more more blatant about just how to join the army or different positions you could have in the army. Um, did you guys see anything interesting in there? I saw one about a tank. Nice. That was a ca- tank. That was cool. Okay. They called it a beast. It's okay. At least your keyboard works. Oh, I've been killed. Oh. Harry Moose killed me. Yeah, Harry Moose is pretty badass. Holy crap. Can you see them, the bad guys? No. Because I can. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, you're spectating. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> you gonna I, help us out, Tom? No, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, okay, Chris, you're gonna have a guy on your right. Frank is to your I'm right. Sure he's am. around the corner to... The, there, he's around that corner. <laughs> okay, he just got down on the ground. <laughs> Don't worry. You're good, you're good. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That clean sweep achievement. Chris, how do you know? I got you, Bob. I got your back. Oh, you, you dove down on the ground there? That was pretty, that was pretty tactical, Bob. Get him, Bob. Oh, I got a kill. Clean kill on Harry Moose. How long have you guys been playing this game? A few weeks. Nice. Good. Okay. Thinking about signing up yet? <laughs> Are you just going to oh, be like a recruiter? You mean? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Man. All right. That's fair. It's That's pretty fair. fun. 
pretty fun to play, right, guys? How about you want to you want to try it in real life? Tom, you sound like a recruiter. You know what's more fun? Real thing. Hold on, I got I got I got pulled a pin. I'm just gonna run at him. I don't know if this is like army protocol that I can do this. <laughs> Suicide bomb. <laughs> Yo, don't be up and over unless it's five v five. Up and I killed, what the hell is I that? I killed. I murdered two people and then Chris. Chris killed me. Yeah, that was me. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. But I killed two people. I mean, I shot two people in the back. <laughs> hey, he's still killing them. That's yeah, honorable. They still died. <laughs> sorry, what are you saying? No up and over. Who me? Oh, I don't know what yeah. that means. Sorry, very I'm very moves. new. No, the moves. can't go up there. Oh, oh okay. I, was I just revived? Ah! I, see? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't know proper protocol. <laughs> yeah, it's five v five. Normally, no one goes up there. Gotcha. Okay, just unfair if you do that. He's saying like, don't go up on top if it, until it's five versus five. Otherwise, it's a really un, un yeah oh. unfair advantage. Yeah. So what There's I fucking did, rules what here. I did was wrong. Like you fucking animals. <laughs> Tell, tell him he's right because there's not stairs in the well, in the real world so so what you just saw him do if you're watching kys is once you down an enemy then you can zip tie them to make sure they can't be revived good try Tom. how'd you get the game GG? Oh, um last week and this is probably like my third game i played like the original way back in the day like 2002 oh this is the first aa i've ever played oh yeah Oh I pushed past his grenade. Oh, there was two people? What? Bob! Bob, friendly fire! <laughs> How do you our boy. ask him if it's okay to heal people before they uh, go upstairs? <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. I'm just kidding. I, I, just, I just could have saved him this whole time and didn't. <laughs> hey, that's our... That's yeah. our boy, right? You, you watched our boy die. Oh, Ebola Z is wow. here? Dude, look at Ebola Z. He's fucking Ebola got rank, bro. We got Flintstoney. This server's growing. Went down hard, boy. I, I, you know what I do like about this game? They have a lot of tracer rounds. Like, you know, yeah, you're always you seeing see tracer rounds. Coming from. See, Tom is staring at a Heal body. Heal the moose, like, man. There you go. Can I can I put a bandage on bandage on that man? Yes, you can. And it, and it revives him. <laughs> You just wrap a bandage around his face and push down like you're giving him one compression. Just he's like, back. He's back in business. Just like in real life. Oh, I gotta say, for a free game, it's actually not that bad. Right? I mean, it, it works, right? It's a first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah it, it, it functions. Like, realistic, military-based first-person yeah, shooter. Yeah, it's, it's functioning. Is the... <laughs> After we did the punk buster fix, it's functioning. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I, we should bring that up on the podcast, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I haven't been able to play this game because we've been trying to play this game for, what, a month now, maybe two? Yeah, I wanted you to try it, try it out and do a pre-play, and I was the only one who could get it to work for some reason. Um, because it, it's because Frank has so many cheats running on his computer um, <laughs> throughout all the different games he plays. But now, punkbuster probably isn't a term that many people have heard since the early two thousands. It was a popular anti-cheat program back then. Um, but yeah, they they use that for their anti-cheat, and from what I read, is not that effective. But um, because of the size of the community that plays this game, cheating is not a huge issue really. There's better games to cheat in, I guess. <laughs> uh, as far as the gameplay mechanics go, this is a tactical military shooter. So realistic weapon models, a couple hits and you're out. Most missions or most maps are classic um, FPS kind of modes. Capture these points, eliminate the enemy team like a team deathmatch, uh, hold control points, plant or diffuse a, a location. 
so it, it feels it feels like an early call of duty or early battlefield like battlefield 1942 with um without you know without the arcade feel that a lot of fps has these days or, or socom if you guys played that game at all back in the day all right so let's talk about the publisher developer there's no way to get around it it's generally at the forefront of everyone's mind when this game comes up it's made by the u.s army it was branded as a strategic communication device designed to allow americans to virtually explore the army at their own pace and allow them to determine whether becoming a soldier fits their interests and abilities so it is a not too subliminal in that it's a recruiting tool that is the purpose of it and you are like we've talked about you are shown a join the army commercial between every between every uh, round or between every map load so how this all came to be the answer to that is locked behind the paywall of a new york times article but so they don't want you to know the truth but uh, <laughs> it's a discounted rate of a dollar a week to know the truth but i'm going to tell you the truth anyway so lieutenant colonel casey wardinsky uh, he was the director of office of economics and manpower analysis at west point he is the guy who's generally credited with uh, the originating this game he had two sons who were, who were fans of the game delta force which was a early two 2000s maybe late 90s game actually uh, which was one of the more realistic military games back in the day and with his mission of hiring 80,000 young adults in 2002 he concluded that releasing a high quality game for gamers would be a good way to reach the budding computer whizzes as as they said in that article that's us we're budding computer whizzes i'm i'm an um, early bud not, I, was not gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say i'm like i, I don't think i've bloomed <laughs> <laughs> still budding, yeah. still budding. <laughs> from this article describing america's army the first game they talk about how they used the teams at the modeling oh, this is a title here the modeling virtual environments and simulation institute at the naval postgrad school in monterey which is it's a lot of words uh to accurately model all the guns that they wanted to be in the game they also worked on each gun uh how it affects stance the gun spray while running how that would vary and they also said they didn't want to use violence as an entertainment vehicle so there's no sprays of gore when you shoot people although i think in this version of the game they'd have like little puffs of red when you hit people the beta version of this released on july 4th because america uh, in 2002 it had more than 500,000 downloads in a few days causing them to rush to put more servers online and again in the article they publicly say they hope it will cut down on one of their biggest expenses recruiting doug smith an army recruiting spokesman said they spend about you guys want to guess how much it costs to recruit each soldier in, in uh, the army, eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars in recruiting. I, okay, too high. I would say probably closer to like ten, ten thousand. Okay, Bob, what you got? Throw, throw five thousand. Okay, Tom, you're the closest. It's fifteen thousand is how much they spend to recruit each soldier. At least that's what it, the number was back in the day um, in two thousand two. So now for some numbers on our tax dollars, which have been tricky to pin down. I'm going to have you guys guess what the development cost for the, the game was. We're going to talk about America's Army, the first one. I want to get you guys in the right ballpark. And it's difficult to find like a complete list of like what all games cost to make. Um, there are some high-end ones like Battlefield 4 was supposedly $100 million to develop. GTA 5 was supposedly $250 million. Ubisoft has some numbers out there saying like a, a DS title costs about a million and a PS3 360 game, they're about you know 20 million. Of course, they're AAA developers. Uh, Dragon's Lair, which we did, was three million back in 1983. EverQuest was three million as well. Unreal Tournament was two million. Black and White was 5.7. So that gets us to this game. What do you guys think this this game cost to develop? What did the U.S. Army pay for this? Ten million dollars. Say ten million dollars. Would you say all right? 
I, I want to say with the the government's tendency to overspend, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess twenty. Okay. I was also going to say Bob. 20, so I'm going to say 21. These prices right. So this game, uh, 7.6 million. Yeah, oh, came in, look at came that. in a little cheaper than you might expect. And then, although they did have an ongoing 2.5 million a year for updates uh, to keep new stuff rolling out, and I assume development of the new games that they they rolled out over the years, and 1.5 million for infrastructure each year. So you would clock in at about um, five million or four million a year after the seven million. Any guesses on what is the highest projected cost for a game, like out of any video game? Just a random stat I found. What is the highest cost video game? Would it be like World of Warcraft because it's like ongoing? Uh, they might not just have. Maybe they just don't have the numbers for that. But no, that's that wasn't in here. Yeah, I bet you that that's probably pretty high. But you know, it's, yeah, that'd be hard to because it's like an ongoing thing. So, so I guess, big budget one is is it an MMO or is it not? Uh, there, I have two here. There's one MMO and there's one that is not an MMO. And one but... isn't World of Warcraft. <laughs> close, very close to Eve. There's a game that's like Eve. And No Man's Sky that no one knows about. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We know about it. There's plenty of it, oh, but um, Star something, uh, what, Starfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yep. Star yeah, Citizen the game baby that does not have a release date yet. Is still in production. It is uh, it is over 400 million is its budget so far. Um, and the other one is Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, along with its marketing, wow. clocked in at 316 million. Yeah, I don't think they recouped uh, nearly enough money yet. Not yet. They will. <laughs> they'll get there. Selling. They got game that. They got that fucking Witcher Three money, so they'll be all right. <laughs> they got that Netflix contract. Uh, yeah. So anyway, estimates of America's Army One estimated to be at 7.6 million in development, then around 4 million a year for updates and maintenance. At that rate, they figure that if it draws in 300 to 400 recruits in the first year, it will have been worth the cost. Did they do it? I don't really know, but I do have some information later that seems like it did. They also hoped it would cut down on the amount of recruits who wash out in the first couple of weeks, because from their figures, they lose about 14% of recruits in training. Then there's that $15,000 down the drain. Oh, and so initial reaction to this game was really good. It was, it was very odd to have uniformed officers at E3 where you would test a game instead of like being next to scantily clad women. The buzz about this game was immediate because people were impressed by the quality of the game, maybe just being surprised. But um, So I asked you guys at the beginning, had you guys ever played this, heard of it? I very specifically do remember like this game coming out and like everyone being surprised. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a recruitment tool, but pretty good you know like i mean we were all playing counter-strike at the time it was a different kind of gameplay i mentioned socom before there was a popular playstation game and this was this was like that in the early days of multiplayer online so someone uploaded this footage of in god it's got to be like 120 pixels wide but it is the setup of the america's army e3 um booth they're like anti-air vehicles like operational and rotating around and they're doing like a bugle thing while they raise up the America's Army logo on their booth. Uh, and then they have this big display while they're doing their, their introduction. And they have a like a SEAL team raid in like with their guns pointed at the audience a little too closely, it looks like. But yeah, everyone in their gear. And then they have some people rappel down. They make it seem like there's a helicopter above, but there wasn't. But yeah, no. They're rappelling down the... Oh, we got a face first rappel. That's that's badass. That is pretty badass. Yeah, so that was their presentation at, at E3, something that uh, 
E3 usually doesn't really see. So a lot of buzz about the game, and um, yeah, it had a, had a big impact at first, and they're showing a little bit of footage of the original game there. I do want to show what the original 2002 game looks like because uh, what we're getting now is um, a different experience than the, two, uh, the 2002 game. So some more info on development. Uh, the game has always been on Unreal Engine. I think right now we're on Unreal 3, or maybe it's still on 2. Um, on their FAQ page, there is a question. People posit, why can people outside the United States play the game? And they, uh, they answer on their website, we want the whole world to know how great the U.S. Army is. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> if um, I, I've played, jumped around on a few different servers, and I've actually been surprised, aside from the game that we did tonight, almost every server that I jumped in, um, seems like there's a couple Scottish people, folks from the EU and UK that, yeah, not not Americans until tonight. <laughs> so it's, it's got some international popularity. It seems a little silly to ask that question, though. Be like, why do you not oh, yeah. let them? It'd be like, because it's, it's a I, game, have fun. Like, Look, we up. don't know how to do. I don't think anyone asked IP that question. Bands, I think right? they just put that on the website. <laughs> the army, like like I said, the army's obviously stated several times as a recruitment tool, and in a testimony to the armed, uh, or not to the armed Senate, that'd be cool though. And a testimony to the Senate Armed Services Committee, Deputy Chief of Personnel Timothy Maud said the game aims to become a part of youth's culture consideration set. So let me say, it. become part of the youth culture's consideration set. A very bureaucratic way of, of saying they're trying to recruit kids. But uh, according to their stats, 28% of players will at some point click through to the ads to the Go Army website. So those ads that you saw, they, people they are just clicking on 28% on accident. accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with 20 million players, that's, you know, 28% of 20 million. That's that's maths, baby. Look, yeah, and they get yourself awesome. in your other right uh, organic SEO, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe I'm gonna be an outlier here, but like I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, you know what I maybe. mean. Like I mean I mean like like they they've got to recruit somehow. You know what I mean. Like they yeah. should be like it doesn't weird me out that they're gonna be doing recruiting, and like yeah. as long as like I don't know I don't know I don't think the game's like overtly like a there you go. offensive Tom, or anything. psyop that's that's fine yeah <laughs> so as we're talking about it let's let's talk about the controversy oh, we're all on the same team this time here. oh we're oh, so fucked go. we're never gonna win let's <laughs> well, try to revive it now <laughs> i got wrecked bob's Teamwork. the one fucking killing people <laughs> now, i've alluded to it some but we'll, we'll talk about some of the concerns here so on the on the negative side um or on the concern side let's call it uh this is taxpayer funded our 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 monies our citizen monies went to creating this video game mm -hmm. um two it's not a training tool um like sometimes people say like oh they're using it for training it's not it's just a recruitment tool although the engine that they built it on does have some other uses that i'll talk about later it is targeted specifically to high schoolers <laughs> they have said that uh, another point that it's not a thorough explanation of what the military is it focuses some people say on just the fun part related to video games without you know obviously risk to, of life or limb or mental health and as the iraq veterans against the war group says uh, it glorifies certain parts of war and glosses over the bitter realities of fighting and killing other men uh, another concern is quoting an unnamed Air Force colonel. He says, the video game generation is worse at distorting the reality of war from the virtual nature. It teaches you to compartmentalize it. So he's saying that's that's bad that it becomes, um, you know, desensitizing. And one more negative, kind of more on targeting the high schoolers. Oh, shit, I just got choked out. Holy cow. You got, you got close quarter combat? Yeah, and I, I did Tid? too earlier. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, ah! got, he got all three of us. 
Oh my god, what a game. Uh, I, you know I was cooking a bomb, so I killed us both. <laughs> <laughs> god damn, he, he fucking choked three Did of us out. The army, Tom? <laughs> I, god, I, I, I'm surprised I'm, I'm having this feeling. I haven't really. We talked about this only briefly before. I, I don't. I, I think I disagree with the, the criticisms. I really do. Okay. I, 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 let, me get, let me get through my last one here. Okay. So the last one on targeting high schoolers, uh, the ACLU, <laughs> those guys, they <laughs> they point out that uh, the recruiting practice with this game may actually violate international laws as the U.S. itself has agreed not to expose children under 17 to military recruitment practices. Meanwhile, the development of this game, they clearly are talking about how they're targeting a demographic that um, has to be just over 13 because the game is rated at, um, at, at 13 years old. So, uh, God yeah, damn it. yeah, so they're, oh my God, this guy he, is he, 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 a different monster. Guy. All of them too. are doing it. They're, they're all doing all it to us. Cause they, they're, they're probably talking in their team chat. Like these guys suck. Let's just choke them all out to death. <laughs> okay. You got to stay together. Stay in a group. Don't let them do it. <laughs> like a horror movie. Just get back to back. Yeah. everyone. <laughs> Zip time. Zip time that motherfucker, Bob. Yeah. That's so he can't get revived. Oh, fuck. Is he dead? Can you just shoot him again when he's on the ground? Or that's that's like a How do you do you zip tie people the same thing that you bandage your friends? I think it's the same way, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's shit. What is happening, Bob? Oh, you're blind. Yeah, I was, oh I no, got me, got me. I was watching the spectator. I'm like, why are why are they why are you just letting them run by? I couldn't you? see, I couldn't see on my screen. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Dude, oh no, Harry Moose is on them now. Oh, oh he swapped, he swapped, he swapped. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man, we, we need, need you, you, Moose. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Harry Moose is on the way. Dude, Harry Moose is on the loose. I feel so bad for fucking choke acing you guys. <laughs> I was like, they're all just fucking choking us to death. Yeah, I don't want to get choked to death anymore. Or do you want me to go through the pro list? I can go through the pro list and then we can talk about well, it. Well, you know what? Before going through the pro list, so that there's yeah. no advantage to me. I mean, I'm not going like, to, like, I get where they're coming from. But, okay, so a few things. One, that's made by taxpayers. Okay, well, that's that's everything that they do. Everything. Yeah. So Whether they're spending the $15,000, uh, you know, right. through typical means or making a video game. Yeah. Right. So, like, I, it feels silly to me to, like, start to nitpick. Like, if you just filed this under recruiting and you were like, we mm -hmm. spent money on recruiting, then I'd be like, okay. There's no problem there. So the taxpayer money thing, to me, moot point. The high schoolers saying, it's like saying that this being in the army isn't like a viable like choice. I think it's a, it's a, a viable choice of career path. And there are plenty of kids who um, have, sorry, I'm also trying to like not to play at the same yeah, time. Play at the same time. Tactically not get choked out. Yeah, yeah. I, gotcha. I saw a guy and he disappeared. He's like a ninja. I don't Oh I just my watched gosh. Frank so tactically run into a broom closet. Oh my god, that was impressive. <laughs> you see that? I just took out two. Oh, wait, wait, how do I manage him. these guys? Okay. Oh. Turn around. Oh, F to secure. Don't bandage. Yeah, don't bandage your enemies. You gotta zip tie him. <laughs> okay. Oh. Watch out, bad guys oh are probably coming. Alright, hold on. Um, <laughs> he's trying to get you. Don't let me out. God damn it, he still choked me out. <laughs> The first time you were getting, last game when you were getting choked out and I shot him, I shot him. This time, I put like nine rounds through you. <laughs> I know, I, I, I got the hits, don't worry. <laughs> like, I killed you, and I'm like, don't kill my friend, and I proceeded to kill you both. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. being in the military, there's nothing wrong with that choice, and I think it's, it's a solid career choice, and like, you, 
people make up a lot of their minds of which directions they're going to go in high school. So t like targeting towards high schoolers, again, seems like, okay, that's fine with me. Um, mm -hmm. I got no problem with that. And then the game listing the horrors of war as, yeah. and like, yes, that is that like, I, 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 I think that's, <laughs> but like for a recruiting tool, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if they did that? Can you imagine if they'd be like, be like, join the army. You'll, you'll learn how to do cool <laughs> mechanical things and do this. But you may have to take another human life. And it will change you forever. You will watch your brothers you in your arms. eyes at night. There's a chance, right, that you'll watch your brothers in arms die. And it will inalienably ru ruin your existence. And, like, no, like, no of course right. you wouldn't fucking do that. But, like, w would you do that for police officers either? No. Like, the epi like anything that... Like you'll fire them. Like, <laughs> I imagine the argument is that the game shouldn't be made not to do both of those. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay. So I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess I just to me, if there was something that like was, if the game allowed you to like make weird ethical decisions and stuff, as right. maybe I'd be like, well, you're representing the army. It's kind of weird that you're allowed to like do something <laughs> super fucked up. Yeah. But as far as like. It's just being like, hey, this is for, like, tactical, like, that's what we're going for. It's just, like, ah, the experience damn, of, like, what it, what it would be like to move through a firefight. And I feel like the majority of servicemen, like, are not living that life. I'm, I just, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they're not shooting at by, all. Or, they're just going to try and melee us the no! line. some kills. No! I've watched, watched Frank, I think, get dismantled by, he's purposely, he's purposely trying to melee you, yeah. Listen, if you if you think they're getting close, just start cooking a grenade. Take them out. <laughs> it's the honorable way. <laughs> I it was it, it felt oh good, good work. Oh, that was Harry Moose. Um, yeah, Harry Moose is the only one left. He's hiding behind some bushes. Not until five e five rules. Right, but like but, true but taking the stairs is unethical. <laughs> He's hiding in a bush. It's fine, but. Right. Yeah, God damn it, Tom! Can you listen to what Harry Lou said? That's why. Well, that's at what level can you hide that's in a the bush? Established rule. He didn't want to be our team. He realized he had to be on our team. That's how bad we were. On the on the pro side of like the controversy, I suppose uh, this game has recruited people. An army recruiter told Washington Examiner that it was a more effective recruitment tool than any other method. A private Doug Stanbro, which is a name, he told Christian Science Monitor in 2006 that he never really thought about military before playing this game. And another point is positive PR because out of uh, four out of a hundred recruits in 2006 at Fort Benning uh, credit America's army as the primary factor for them joining the military. Another point, like I'm going to count this as a positive that it is, can be good that it provides some desensitization from a Sergeant. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Sergeant, uh, Sergeant Sinique uh, Suarez. Um, four years after the release of the game, he was firing his 50 cal machine gun at insurgents for only the second time ever firing it. And he is quoted as saying, it felt like a big video game. It didn't phase me shooting back. It so, was just natural instinct. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, oh, so that's a positive. Let's be, let's... I'm saying it's a positive because in that situation, it could have saved his life. You know, the, 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 the compartmentalization well, really of it was be, insurgents for him. Clear. So the article also said the so-called insurgents. So, um, a little, little asterisk on that yeah. one. <laughs> You know, so did they live there first? Were they? Why were they fighting him? Also, did maybe we yeah. do something to the people there? If if uh, these guys, if that guy never played America's uh, proving proving grounds, America's Army proving grounds, I seriously right. doubt 
this is the only game he ever played. Like it seems, yeah, yeah. any game could have done that. Right, right. Well, and not. Let's be honest. If we're talking about being like you know desensitized, like this is really not that gruesome. Oh, there yeah. are plenty. <laughs> there sure. are plenty of games. No, he, he was specifically citing America's Army as like it's a game he's played a lot, but a hundred percent there are more desensitizing uh, media out there, not just games. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And one, oh, two more things. There's one story about how a lesson from the original game, the original, <laughs> the original game. Um, I think I have a screenshot of it somewhere. So the original game had some training montages about um, like things to do in certain situations, well, and they gave me. it it. They gave it in the most. Um, accurate to army real life way possible which was you sitting in a classroom looking at a powerpoint presentation let's let that happen as you can see on stream there you are literally sitting there looking at <laughs> and uh someone said that uh they from the training in this game the medic training that they actually saved a life that's what the article says that they they found someone unconscious i think after crashing and they used combat training they learned in america's army to save a life so there you go that's got to be a positive right and what? One I, don't, I don't believe point. that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, <laughs> surely it can't be what we've experienced. You press the bandage well, to no, their head. No, this was, <laughs> no, this from the original America's Army game. They did have, like, classes that you would, like, sit through for training in the games that you could unlock other classes. I should take a step back and point out that everything in the game, Proving Ground is a little bit different than the other America's Army game in that it's more just jump right into the action. Um, and what you're playing right now is all the weapons and attachments unlocked, which is what they did with the final patch of the game. So everything is accessible now. There is no more like unlocking tree. In the original America's Army game, to do certain roles like be a sniper, you had to go through their entire tr uh, sniper training montage, which is, you know, pretty unique and like gives some credence to like, uh, this is a serious thing and you need to do training to be able to do the things, you know? So um, I, I guess if that system appeals to you, that would get you prepared for training in the army, I suppose. 30% uh, of all Americans aged 16 to 24 had a more positive impression of the army because of this game, which seems really inflated. And those who played it were more- Real quick, real quick, I, I would like to, so based off of that description of the previous games and how mm -hmm. you needed to sit through, I, I could see how that would be a better recruitment tool yeah and how the whole whole system uh could have you know prevented or like desensitizing and and letting you be more prepared for what you're gonna do than yeah. this game so i i, I kind of get it better now that, like they were uh, talking about like preventing washout in the first couple of weeks right if you're ready to do like the training and stuff like uh yeah i mean i i suppose so um, this like you're just jumping into the action. You know, it, it feels a lot more like Counter-Strike than what the Amer original America's Army game was about. So when the original game came out, other 2002 games worth mentioning. Um, so you can kind of get a handle on its reception. Uh, Battlefield 1942 came out in 2002, which was a very good game. Medal of Honor Frontline, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. And uh, when Proving Grounds came out, this game right here, if you want to put this in context with other games that were coming out, Bioshock Infinite, GTA V, The Last of Us, Battlefield 4, and Splinter Cell Back Blacklist, and Dota 2. That's uh, that's when this game came out. You guys are probably stream stopping, no! right? Very, very sneaky. <laughs> I could see him behind the door and you didn't. Oh, he's got a big boy that's joined our team. <laughs> so um, something that I think they're making a ton of use of and we're probably not we're we're using uh, i'm talking over you guys and everything there's a lot of audio cues in this game you can hear every direction oh, really? that people are walking in so a lot of the game in the bigger maps is like holding corners and like uh, just holding these angles down and very slowly moving up together this one that we're playing in is a little more like rushing around and counter-strike style 
Let me take a step back to talk about the series. We talked about how America's Army 1 came out in 2002. So uh, the original was released in 2002. I already showed some footage of the E3 presentation where they had uh, literal tons of military equipment around their booth and soldiers rappelling down to reveal their logo. You can find links out there on the internet uh, to download the original game actually still um, on like oldgames.com, places like that. And hypothetically, it has private servers still running, so you, you could probably still play that game. It looks like an FPS from 2002, uh, a lot like early Counter-Strike. It had training modes, the expected kind of Counter-Strike-like multiplayer map. And there's also supposedly a 2D RPG game where you like follow the career uh, career in the military, getting promotions and learning values and stuff. I, I looked and I couldn't find any footage of that, but it apparently exists. Um, next, they released version two, um, or Special Forces. And why Special Forces? Well, as Wagner James Awe uh, explains in an article by the Moves Institute, he said that the DoD wanted to double the number of Special Forces soldiers. So orders trickled down the chain of command, and then they're making an, uh, America's Army focused on Special Forces. So that's why. It was kind of just a revamp of the original game. Um, so it is literally version two of America's Army. It's replacing it replaced the that version. So despite it being a, a patched America's Army, it's just known as America's Army Two or AA Special Forces. At this point, like the games are fairly successful, and there's apparently some tension and political fights between the Navy and the Army as far as uh, the game gained some popularity, and the Navy didn't feel like they were being properly uh, acknowledged for their contributions to the game. Uh, then in 2009, America's Army Three was released. This one moved to Unreal Engine Three. Um, so I was wrong earlier. Then in 2013, out comes the game we're playing this evening, America's Army uh, Proving Ground, or if you prefer, AA4. This game, in comparison to the others, has had a pretty consistent release of maps. It stresses small unit tactical maneuvers and training that reflects uh, the current day Army, is what they say. Let's see. Any other thoughts on the game? Gameplay? How are you guys enjoying it? Honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not bad. It feels like a, you know, uh, early. Now, honestly, it doesn't feel like a 2013 shooter. Feels more like a yeah. mid 2000s shooter, but yeah. uh, besides that, you know, it works. I'd say even a little further yeah. than that because the like, like mid 2000s, I'd yeah. say like combat arms. Okay. This feels a little bit better than that. Yeah, it reminds me of 1.6 Counter Strike, which I think was like up until what? Should I tell Tom where he is? He's behind the desk on your right, Tom. Right there. <laughs> left side, left side. Wait, what do you mean? Left, left side, side of that desk. Oh, oh left well. side of the desk. Wow, we're cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dirty, dirty they don't know cheaters. That. <laughs> but I'll never tell. Hopefully none of them realize, hmm, GGNcast. I wonder if that guy's it a podcast. in the name. Should we look at we're, should we look We're at not Twitch? doing so bad, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. Prior to that, I killed some guys. Uh, did everyone install the game, like create the account for the game tonight? Is that, is that new for everyone? Yeah, for me. Well, I did it a couple days ago, or, or no, a month ago. Whenever we first talked about this. Okay, so now is the time that I should bring up who got an email from a recruitment officer? Oh, should I? I got an email from a recruitment officer, and you guys probably will too. <laughs> how, how quickly? Um, I think like three days afterwards. Um, let, me, let me read it to you. But my name is SFC so-and-so. Uh, I'm an Army recruit officer in the area. Uh, he mentions my county. And I see you've requested some information about the Army. This is my email and my number here. If you're still interested, give me a call or shoot me an email or text. Yeah, so I got, I got my... A message from my local recruitment office after signing up to play this video game. And Please that's... email them back and ask them what rank they are in the game. <laughs> the... Oh. <laughs> how far did you That'd make it? That's how I want to know. <laughs> I bet you on there and they don't know that. 
They just get yeah. they, it's right, email know, saying, popu- oh, whatever information. Pre-populated email. Yeah, that's that's some information that I didn't put in. I didn't I didn't put into my notes because I thought it was complete bullshit. But there's there's a few websites out there talking about how like the dangers of this you know propaganda recruiting tool. And one of the sites that went pretty far down that path was talking about how you know these recruitment booths where they have these virtual game experiences that they know exactly who you are when you sign up. They've got your information and they're logging like even how you are playing on an account so they can like measure your like kill to death ratio and how you play the game that and sounds, whether you're a that good sounds candidate. ludicrous and to that's me. bullshit that's that's <laughs> yeah, not nobody, true yeah, yeah th- no just no no nobody's go- nobody has that time There's, nobody has that time they don't only, care it's just you signed up and they're going to contact you that's all there is and to not it. <laughs> not only not the time but there's no correlation between moving a mouse oh, for sure and firing a gun like there's yeah. like your nothing that even the t- even tactically yeah that's part of I guess my thought is like even tactically speaking everything that we're doing in this is insane you know what I mean like we're not we're not pl- <laughs> yeah. playing that the way that they would like cheat you in the future you know what I mean but sure. like if you're interested here's my thing if you want to play a first person shooter right how many options do you think you got it's just a, got so a, many so options. many so for some reason. Out of all of those options, some of which are known to be fantastic options, you chose mm-hmm. Amer- America's Army Proving Grounds, right? Mm-hmm. I would argue outside of just like pure curiosity, which sure, like that's going to happen. There's going to be curiosity. The other factor is that you're looking into it because you're like, you're like, oh, I'm kind of interested in the Army. I wonder what their thing is, you know? Yeah. Like, wh- yeah. why aren't you playing... It's COD otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why are you playing this game? Like, you know it's not going to be as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, like, I, I feel, I don't know. It just seems to me like there there is an no, established the, I mean, interest. There, there's a way to, like, maybe there is valuable uh, information you could gather about someone's psychology as a recruiting tool, but not from a game like this. No. This is a, <laughs> this is no. a first-person shooter tactical game. It's not, it's no. not a, a deep psychological game. No. Like, um, but I would argue that there's an interest is all I'm saying is that, like, yeah. It could be that, like, hey, someone's playing the game. Maybe they're maybe maybe they are a little interested in and in the army. Yeah. You know, let's go. Let's shoot them on yep. an email. <laughs> so when we say propaganda, maybe maybe not all propaganda is bad. The most famous series of uh, U.S. propaganda films, the why I why we fight films. Um, that if you've ever seen like a, a like a like what did Steve Rogers watch in um, in Captain America? It was probably look one of those why we fight films. That that was that was propaganda that mm. was used to bolster you know troops for World War II. But uh, after the Pearl Harbor attacks is when they were um, ordered the films made. <laughs> hey, wait, hey, Chris, what did we do before the Pearl Harbor attacks? No, we we didn't do anything when we 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 only stepped in after Pearl Harbor. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. We, it's we, true. We knew things were going on and we just let it happen. And then we're now yeah, oh yeah, now yeah. we gotta fight. <laughs> Well, they, they poke the bear, as they yeah, would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so in my research, I ran across the term militainment, 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 which is a form of entertainment that celebrates the military, um, not quite produced directly by the Pentagon, but they're involved in some way. So we're going to play a little game called PSYOP, or just a fan of the military-industrial complex. You can just <laughs> say PSYOP or not. But in this game, you have to tell me whether the, the movie project uh, I mentioned received support from the military uh, or not? <clears throat> Got it? You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, you know, so this is a you know, film fun fact. Uh, so to use like the the military and any of their stuff, and like you have to agree not to disparage them. So, you know, if, if they fo- featured a lot of their stuff, it's, it's probably a psyop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get into it. So, yeah. uh, Apollo thirteen. 
not. Uh, I can see that as a as a psy, you know, a NASA psyop, I guess. Okay, yeah, uh, gonna say so. I mean, look, I mean, some of them can be in in the gray area, but yes, psyop because NASA offered them to use the Houston, uh, Texas control room for filming, though they ended up building their own. Um, then they also used NASA employees as consultants, and uh, they used USS New Orleans for as the recovery ship when they're picking up the. Uh, shuttle at the end or the drop pod at the end a spoiler alert it makes it back to earth everyone's okay um they also used a kc-135 which is kind of plane that can go high enough in the out uh, in the atmosphere and then do a controlled drop to simulate weightlessness and they famously filmed uh most of the weightless scenes in 23 seconds at a time because that's how much uh, time of weightlessness they had um doing okay here's one for you 1998's godzilla <laughs> it seems like a sigh up it seems like it oh uh yeah yeah, I'll say PSYOP, yeah. Okay, yeah, PSYOP. I don't have a lot of notes on this one, but the Wikipedia does say that the U.S. Marine Corps participated in filming the movie, and this is a quote, an F-18 Marine Reserve pilot actually piloted the plane that fired the missile that killed Godzilla. So, spoiler for that, but also the way that they wrote it made me feel like, like, wait, did that actually happen? Did they actually kill Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Reservoir Dogs. No. I uh, know. No. Yeah, yeah no. no, I I just added that to the list, and I don't know how the military would be involved with that. Uh, like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Illumination Pictures: The Secret Life of Pets. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I I also hope not. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's just an animated movie about pets. How about 2012's it's Zero a, it's a Dark Thirty? Toy Story, but yeah, sure. Yes. Z- uh, 2012's Zero Dark Thirty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, the CIA collaborated extensively with the production of it, and we're just going to leave it at that, because after Frank's trying to get us uh, sued, and we're towing the line with this one, so (laughs) how about about the Hurt Locker? Yep. Yeah. Uh, No. Uh, point for Tom because they famously did without any Pentagon assistance Ooh. and is notably critical of um, U.S. military. Well, it's funny. I was actually support. I based my answer off of Frank. Because Frank said that. <laughs> oh, because they have to be not disparaging. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I haven't seen any of those. I've never seen okay. Zero Dark Thirty uh, or The Hurt Locker. Yeah. I mean, Hurt Locker in particular is a fantastic movie, but it, yeah, definitely the takeaway would not be like it wasn't like super pro, you know? <laughs> right. It's not. I'm going to join the army. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah if, yeah. if it's not pro, then yeah, then they. Or another another movie for you, The Karate Kid Part Two. Karate oh, Kid Part uh, Two. Yes. Uh, Karate Kid Part Two. I'm gonna say no. Okay, Bob. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Yes, I'm in for it. Yeah. So I'm gonna say psyop, and this is where I found myself in a bit of a rabbit hole that I had to pull myself out of. There's a website called SpyCulture.com by a British-based journalist, Tom Secker, who writes uh, about security services, Hollywood propaganda, censorship, terrorism. But he did a Freedom of Information request on every film that the DoD has been involved in. He's actually done a few and has received back a list of over 500 film names. Um, so he has this list without any necessary context just the dod says that they were in some way involved with it <laughs> so uh like karate kid 2 my guess is that it was filmed in okinawa where there's a big military presence so i yeah. assume some of the land that they that they used um, well that's the whole that's the whole premise of the, the movie is like the the little town isn't what it used to be and the military base right, is right, right there uh, well, uh, well that, that gets me to what i'm getting to frank real quick could you explain <laughs> the plot of karate kid 2 no. yeah sure <laughs> all right how about x-men first class Ooh. Ooh, X-Men first class. I'm going to say yeah, I'm also no. no. Let's roll with it. Okay. He's going to say no. Ah, uh, no. 
All right, you said you said no as well. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna play a little video here. Uh, 100% psyop in contractual writing. They actually did a sponsorship deal with the producers oh, wow. with ads telling you, like in the ads, they say uh, you could live out your own superhero. You could live out Whoa, your own superhero fantasies shit. I've on never seen the that real before. life battlefields. Yeah, and it looks like they use some uh, military bases and ships and some shots from the movie as well. But yeah, not just the not just the using their props and stuff. But yeah, no, they're like. Uh, x-men first class you can be just like them join the army <laughs> that's a that's a weird one um Dang, uh, yeah, i've never about, seen that commercial before damn yeah how about uh top gun yeah obviously <laughs> so hard L little little easy yeah so uh, 25 years before x-men first class comes out and this is an article that i that i found that was talking about x-men first class and top gun jerry bruckheimer made the movie in collaboration with the pentagon coming out in the mid 80s uh with post-vietnam military um the military was polling low um in popularity it proved to be a major form of resuscitating the military's image so says the washington post article um enlistment spiked after top gun and the navy actually set up recruitment tables outside of theaters and polls showed rising confidence in the military how much did the pentagon actually help make this film apparently they worked on it hand in hand with paramount pictures for just a 1.8 million dollar use of all their planes aircraft carriers consulting and they got that discount though after submitting the script to the pentagon and doing line by line edits um, one example cited is that they changed Goose's death from a midair collision to him dying while ejecting. To be honest, I'm not sure how that's much better. Um, I think it, it shows it's like a, a user error maybe instead of like the More of a freak of flying, accident but, than uh, yeah, communications in the planes of, being yeah, the problem. Maybe. Um, spoiler again, by the way, Goose dies uh, from what? ejecting from his seat and banging his head on the canopy. Um, but in 1991, the Pentagon's uh, liaison to the movie industry, which is a position, said that they'd seen a 70% increase in requests from filmmakers for assistance. So from mid-80s mid to 1991, they saw a 70% increase from filmmakers asking for assistance. In fact, the producer of The Hunt for the Red October, Mace Newfields, he said, in studios, there was an unstated rule that you need to get military cooperation or forget about making the picture. Time Magazine said in 86 that without such billion-dollar props, producers have to spend an inordinate amount of time and money searching for substitutes. So, yeah, the military wow. described their relationship in 1994 to Variety as such. The mil so the military is saying... The main criteria we use is how could the proposed production benefit the military? Could it help in recruiting? And is it in sync with the present policy? Which, you know, I mean, like I can't argue with their their thought process there, right? But, like, it's also weird that the relationship of movie makers feeling like they need these props in their movies to be successful and then the military leveraging them for shedding positive light on the military is, is a weird relationship. <laughs> As the same post article notes, for every one of those films, like The Hurt Locker, that doesn't necessarily glorify the military, you have a handful of films like Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Battle of Los Angeles, and X-Men. That, that does. Ironically, the writer of that article, uh, that post article, it was David Sirota, known um, he's a writer and uh, speechwriter for Bernie Sanders, actually. He worked on the screenplay for a recent film, Don't Look Up, which also appears to have had some assistance from the DOD, as it no says, way. Uh, as it says on the website, Spy Culture. They, they noted that the script appears to have been changed for the film Don't Look Up after um, that 
it had, was changed in ways that would have benefited the military. Who knows whether they said like change this line, remove this scene where we black bagged a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, maybe maybe that is a coincidence. Sure, even, who's to say? Um, but either way, people don't seem to like that film. Not saying one way or another. That's if you want to use an aircraft carrier in your ship, you're gonna have to ask your permission. You know, that is, that is super interesting. I wonder if. Uh with like technology getting better just with like computer generated stuff like if they're yeah. able to maybe not have as much of a reliance now if that's yeah. it, 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 it seems possible so you may think this is just a game but it's actually more akin to the movie gamer which was also consulted by <laughs> starring gerard butler and michael c hall frank can you take it from there yeah tell us about uh, gamer. gerard butler is falsely yeah, accused of murder and his wife is a prostitute. What, what is the plot of that movie, though? I don't. I don't actually know. Like you're sent into they're, prison, and someone's controlling it's you. It's like they're criminals that are also on death row, okay. and you're controlling them remotely. Like as if, like right now, Avatars. in the in these games, you're controlling, you know, like a real person. So if mm-hmm. they die, you've effectively just carried out their death sentence. But gotcha. if they, but it's up. They win twenty rounds or twenty five yes, rounds. Yes, then they're set free. Oh wow! Yes. Michael C. Hall is a southern gentleman who's a CEO of the game company, <laughs> oh, and wow. he's also a bad. Guy. You don't need him to be a bad guy. I mean, we already know he's a bad guy based off of his business, but it's like he, he plays. He plays. <laughs> he's weird. His character. Well, he's always weird. I mean, regardless of what he does. He's weird. But yeah. But doesn't he start with like a game to Sims? So like, yeah, essentially well, like you, can, you could create someone to like take over someone else and do whatever. And, oh, also, and that's where Gerard Butler's that wife Bruce is. Willis movie? Yeah, but then also he made the, the battle game. He started off with the Sims avatar. He started with like yeah, a no, Sims he's... avatar thing. He used the same technology where it's like you're controlling someone else. Right. Um, but instead of doing like, you know, like path, GTA I shit, I think doing like, you do. all, like combat. Supposedly they've used the backing of this to, well, for other recruitment purposes. Um, they have like a traveling exhibit thing that they put up places called the Virtual Army Experience where they'll have like a, you go in like a Humvee and there's like giant screens around you and it's like a kind of like a three semi VR kind of experience. You know what? Um, they use the same technology for okay. this. You've done it before, haven't I, you? I believe I did it with a helicopter. I believe they had a helicopter one. <laughs> oh, wow. Buzz Bake Sale or something, you know, that, yeah. you know, that one of those, uh, you know, rock concerts, they had the army do stuff. Um, and it, there was, it was me and my buddy and, the... and we got into the helicopter thing and I was, piloting i don't know if you both it didn't really make sense to two people it's like only one person's flying i don't know maybe the guy was a gunner or something (laughs) and i just uh we we got out of control and uh (laughs) we may have been nauseous afterwards and it may have been all my fault like maverick and goose and uh yeah i may have not been asked to be on that ride again but uh yeah okay that makes sense when the recruit people that they took the paperwork back from you like yeah not you you don't yeah yeah but you just keep walking yeah (laughs) If someone does contact you by accident, just say, no, it was a mistake. Yeah, so they use this technology in some other um, recruitment events like that, and it sounds like um, they maybe they have used it for special training courses. I don't know. Some, some of what I read made it sound like they were excited about using, like, well, if we have this map, how should you approach it this way? And people can learn, like, the movements of squads and stuff. And then other articles I read, was like, no, it's never used for training, which sounds more likely that um, they people would bother, like, programming a map for one training scenario, you know? There's not a whole lot to say about the the credits, the creators of this go. It's mostly um, people who worked on AA3, our lead designer, also worked on Planetside, the Sony MMO FPS, and the 1997 Spawn game, if you guys remember that. Another game designer on this game, David Kimber, um, also worked on another GGN, Celebrity Deathmatch. So, you know, know, know your work. 
Yeah, put in the work, killing it over there. Literally. One other army game that they sponsored I should mention is Full Spectrum Warrior. At nearly the same time the original AA was being developed, the U.S. Army's science and technology community was looking into uh, commercial gaming platforms for specifically training, not recruiting. And with many of the recruits uh, using video games already, they wanted to see if they could, um, you know, create some technology of their own that they would use. Army-based training. They chose to proceed with the Xbox because after looking at the PlayStation, they realize they legally can't use the PlayStation platform for military purposes. Although apparently you can store Chappie on it. I don't know <laughs> why you're... No, no, you can store... So we have seven, the... or 13 of them stacked on top of each other. You can store human so, yeah. consciousness, all right? Yeah, human PS2s consciousness, or PS3s? Yeah. Uh, PS3s. PS3s. Oh, you're right, you're right. PS3s, yeah. Through working with a development team, they realized the exaggerated physics that normally make a video game fun are different than what would make good training tools. So they made two different versions of the game, the Full Spectrum Warrior, in which you um, can buy today if you wanted to play it on the original Xbox, um, or the training version. It made it sound like you can actually like enable the training mode in the game also if we were to get our hands on a copy of that, but it's actually fairly well rated, so I don't know this is a GGN game. Um, the game made the bold choice of limiting your first-person actions to giving commands. So it's an FPS minus the S. So it's a it's a FP. It's, it's first-person while you're giving commands. So you're just telling the squad, go over there, squad, go over there. And um, you have to say it in that voice, too. Um, they intended it to be a training tool for command staff. In the end, it received a lot of flack because apparently it was a waste of money that the uh, army did not actually use it. And they, some people were accusing them of being taken advantage of by the developer. The developer, by the way, was Pandemic Studios, maker of Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2. Those are the 2004-2005 games. Uh, Destroy All Humans and Army Men RTS, as in like the little green men, which maybe was the inspiration. Also, didn't they make uh, the Mercenaries games? I grabbed just a few I saw on the list. Mercenaries, yeah, Mercenary Playground, of, uh, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, yep. Mercenaries Two: World in Flames. Yep, that was them. And the last game was the Saboteur, which we have talked about before. Okay, so that brings up a good point. Who is the bad guy in America Army? I've actually mentioned well, isn't it in another the episode. The other team no is one always is. red, right? The other team uh, always looks like just kind of some darkly clad people, and it's not like Counter Strike where someone's playing the terrorists and someone's playing the counter terrorists. You are always playing as Team America. So the other team on their side, they they look like they their teammates and everyone looks like America. That's smart, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, don't want don't want people playing as you know the terrorists, I suppose. All right, so we've talked about how this game is shutting down. What does that actually mean? Well, it means they're no longer supporting the game. The store page will be removed from the PlayStation Store, and the official servers will close on PC. However, as we have seen this evening as browsing servers, there are a lot of private servers, and they're not actually going anywhere. People will continue to play the game. So all this news in the ramp up of, uh, of, of this episode that I had heard that Proving Grounds is shutting down, it's going to be leaving, they're not supporting anymore, no more updates. That's really it, though. It's uh, they're not that, the People can still play on all these private servers, um, but still, we're doing this episode because they're closing. It's over. No. America's army is gone. But what we're playing now is the final patch, and the final patch, they've gone ahead and released everything so everyone can try out all the guns, attachments, map packs. It has not really made a huge impact on the player base, though. At The, the game peaked in 2013 with uh, 3,000 concurrent players, and it's been kind of a steady 400 to 500 over the last couple of years without no noticeable spikes when they announced the shutdown or released all the content. Because, I mean, it is, at this point, it is a nine-year-old game. It's, uh, it's free to play, but, I mean, so is, like, Apex Legends or Valorant. Hey, so, you know. Chris, lightning fast. Do you want to yeah. do a, a thing just uh, four of us? 
Here, everyone die in this round. Just rush in there, and then uh, we'll find an empty server. So I do every round. Oh, I can change my class <laughs> Play type. Play normal. One news that you may have heard around this game is about a guy named Joseph Delap. Well, I guess if you I mean, you guys have only ever heard about this game from me, so maybe not. But anyone else, you may have heard of Joseph Delap, who made it a, a project um, to log in with the name Dead in Iraq and wait till he is killed, and then in chat, enter the name of a soldier who was killed in the war and their date of death. He did this for five years and had quite a few articles written about him. So it kind of was an online performance piece, and I'm sure quite a few people in the community got to know him for joining their team, their server, AFKing, and then fucking ruining the game. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, he did this a total of 4,400 times, though, so I mean, I'm trying to frustrate some people, I'm sure, but um, yeah, I guess he made his points. Some of the articles about him quote people saying it's a thoughtful co-opting of the tools of the digital culture. On the other hand, one person wrote... It's the same as if he were to crash into a Girl Scout meeting with him yelling through a megaphone saying that we should vote for his candidate to office. It isn't the time or place and certainly isn't the right audience, writes Private Will Kowaleski, a teacher in uh, Pennsylvania who has played America's Army since 2003. I'm here to play a game, not read a CNN report, is what he says. So. <laughs> I mean, you know what you could do also? You, you could just ignore it like you normally do when soldiers die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... It's not Damn. like, you know, he's, if he, <laughs> right, you know, if he actually went on voice chat and said it, that it, he's literally just typing yeah. it. It's like, let's be honest, like looking at the list of servers, like how would you not get banned from all the servers in that time? He did it for five years. Oh, that's crazy. Um, did you pick a server? Well, oh, I was, I was waiting. If you, for, I mean, if I you banned just, it, that'd okay. be unpatriotic. He, he's giving, you know, exposure it's to it's a, brave soldiers lost their lives. It's a taxpayer paid thing. So like to ban there's, him, I feel like that would be the government silence. There's speech, one that right? says G Master's Funhouse. Is, how's... Oh, I see. It's me and Tom. Oh, look out. Hey, unless it's 5v5, we just fucking shoot each other, okay? That's the rule. But remember, no you can't, top. can't yeah, go no top. top. It's not 5 versus 5. <laughs> no <laughs> top. <laughs> not until it's yeah, 5v5. We should have, I should have friended Harry Moose. Good guy, Harry Moose. I said no top. You're up top. We're all up top. <laughs> I'll be honest. We played anytime we play like a multiplayer game where it's like us. I can pretty quickly be like fully entertained by just that. Oh yeah. You know, like it's oh motherfucker. Chris shot me in the ass. Watch, watch your six. Gotta watch your six, Frank. He's got me. He's got me. Oh, I fucking oh, he fell to my death. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, you got him? No, I he fell. Oh, oh, I was trying to bandage. I God didn't damn it! You revived him, is all. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob yeah, revived me, and we we. <laughs> and it didn't yeah. help us. Man, Chris oh, is carrying. Oh, oh no! Yes! Damn! I saw. Oh Chris, no! I saw your name like coming up behind them. <laughs> God damn, that's dirty. Uh... <laughs> I, I literally was like, just broke the neck. Is there any way to get the rocket launcher in this? There should be, yeah. Or is that just not in the game anymore because it's patched out? I just does he know? Oh god! <laughs> 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 I was just standing behind you the whole time. <laughs> god, <laughs> damn it! He's uh he's shooting green lasers at yeah, me. Yeah, I saw that. Very like some Star Wars shits going on. Oh no! <laughs> I go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing grenades uh, at Chris. I choked him out. You're so fucking loud. <laughs> I'm not trying to be loud. Everyone can hear you. <laughs> ah, no. 
My friend! They got me! <laughs> yeah, that's him. The one you looked at? That's him. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> oh. You don't know me. You got him! Goddamn grenades! Oh, don't grenade my body! <laughs> Just chucking the grenades right on my body. <laughs> You'll be fine. Ah! <laughs> you got me. I took the bait. So you try to get for healing me. I figured... One of us will be the kind of friend to try to heal our friend. <laughs> and one of us will be the kind to wait. <laughs> you knew who you were. Oh, I knew who I was, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, like, you're bleeding out. And I'm like, keep waiting. <laughs> we got a little bit more blood. He can hold. <laughs> the round ends as soon as uh, I kill him anyway. Looks like I brought you back. Tom, help me. <laughs> That's it. Mo keep moaning. <laughs> You're covering the sounds of my footsteps. <laughs> oh my god! Look at look at the face real close up. <laughs> so young. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it exactly. looks like a tall ten year old. <laughs> I'm waiting for my order, sir. <laughs> when I was younger and had more time and was better at these games, <laughs> I would have li I loved like Call of Duty and stuff. But now, as I'm getting older. I like first-person shooters that are just like story-driven, like me versus a computer. Oh, really? Yeah, not as competitive against other oh, people. Oh, just it's because I get wasted. Too. I get uh, absolutely annihilated playing against. Same yeah. here, brother. Getting wasted every night. <laughs> <laughs> totally not Tiki Bag. Is that that guy's name? Totally not Tiki Bag. We need you, baby. Oh, look at look at how much his rank though he. He might rank fifty one. He might annihilate us. Yeah. Should I try to scare him off? <laughs> well, in what way? What things you say in public chatter? That's really all he uh, can do. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Or just make really close yeah, eye I contact. Just, I well, to be fair, I knew where my friend died, and I love throwing grenades <laughs> on my friend's body. <laughs> That's just a good strategy, you know. Oh my God, this he guy! Back. He. He was smart, man. He wait. He wait. He Oh, there's someone else joined. We're bringing the server to life again. Oh, no. Okay, so where do we go from here? In 2018, they said they were considering features for America, America's Army Five, but that was kind of the last news about that. And here we are discontinuing their, you know, flagship game in 2022. So maybe that's it. The studio is completely closed. But from the um, from the blog post announcing the closure, they did say that like be on the lookout for things on, on the horizon. They didn't seem to have anything specific though. So um, I don't know. It does seem kind of like an odd choice to like, how much could it possibly be to continue to monitor these servers? Maybe there's some what with them being the you know U.S. Army. There's some legalese they have to abide to that other studios wouldn't um, to monitor their servers and player information and stuff. But um, yeah, so from the original pitch to what they produced, uh, did they make the game that that you were expecting? What did you think of it? What they get right? You know, I think they did a good job for what it is. Uh, I feel like the earlier renditions of the game uh, gave a more true feeling to what it would be like to be in the armed forces than this. This is more, mm -hmm. you know, of a of a game. It you know, it's a more realistic shooter than you know, uh, you know, Call of Duty would be, I guess. But uh, you know, it it still gives you something. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, also, it does what it you know needed to do. I think, and I I just feel like it's it's dated. 
and there's probably a good chance mm-hmm. that you know maybe they're working on some sort of battle royale that's even maybe more gamified uh <laughs> because yeah. you know while possibly keep a better retention rate with uh you know the more realistic it was earlier on it, it seems like for some reason they kind of got rid of that as the games progressed you know, for one reason or another. Yeah, it, it progressed into the more popular uh, style of um, being kind of, you know, team death match. Uh, um, not, they've always said that they focus on the team work, and I think you can see that that makes a big difference. Obviously, but you're not going to be able to carry in a game like this compared to Call of Duty. Right? Yeah, this is this is more Counter Strike uh, than than anything else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I would, uh, I, you know, I, th- I think they did a, a yeah. pretty decent job as far as uh, American propaganda goes. Yeah. There's there's been worse uses of American money, I suppose. Yes, yeah. uh, tax, tax like dollars? napalm <laughs> on uh, you know Vietnamese uh, villages. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. And also before before they made everything free, did you have to buy the weapon upgrades or did you unlock them? No, you unlock okay. them. There was never anything that you purchased for this, which would have made it pretty weird, yeah. right? Like a tax dollar thing where they're earning, you spent it to earn money on something. Now there was never never anything. Um, I was I was unclear about the map packs it seems like they were just optional before and you had to opt in but now they're like included in this final patch so that's that's the only um kind of dlc that was added in but it was never something you had to pay for i mean all in all it's a pretty cool game um and that's free too it makes it even better where it's like yeah our propaganda for For the army even then like some of those were pretty cool like the anti-aircraft thing and whatnot it feels like a a game night someone's like hey let's play this game instead of you know counter-strike or something else i mean i'd I'd be into it I hear you. So, hi, T. Hebag. You just joined our uh, our Twitch stream. You were hey, T. Bag. <laughs> Maybe vehicle combat, you know? Use all the army's resources. Yeah. Right. Battlefield has obviously gone off the rails as far as being absurd, but I feel like there is an army game somewhere in there using, you know, more realistic um, army equipment. Actually, now that I say that out loud, I know that there is the game Squad um is exactly this it's a it's a very realistic um military shooter that is obviously squad based it's about working with your team um you can actually take on the roles of being um like a supply truck like you're going from this base to this forward base to bring them more ammo and stuff and it's very much about like holding the positions that you have um and slowly um turtling up to the next position strategically with the right teams in place so i mean there's an answer to this that's made by a, a private company um all right let's talk about some critic reviews uh so because this is a digital release and it being free and kind of being in a continuing state of improvement i talked about how aa2 was just really a patch for aa1 there isn't a review for proving ground specifically but the original one um for america's army did did get a review and we saw some footage of that and i think the critics thoughts have kind of continued along with this series so if Proving Ground had a review would be the same. So what do you guys think? Where is America's Army on Metacritic? Zero to 100. Well, okay, okay here's the thing. The, the American propaganda aspect of it could play a big part. You know what I mean? They could really take off some points for that. But also, well, it depends Takes on the who score. the reviewer okay. is. You know what I mean? If it's a very patriotic mm-hmm. reviewer, it could be extra points. If it's not patriotic reviewer who you know could see that it's mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up, might give it less points because of that. So it could kind of go either way. Mm-hmm. Some PBS tote bag carrying guy. Yeah. I got you. So, oh shit. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go wild. I'm gonna say seventy-two. Seventy-two. Okay. Tom, what do you think? Metacritic. What do they? What do they say about America's Army? Um, I'm gonna say sixty. 
60 and Bob Metacritic 0 to 100 you know what and this number was in my head before the other two numbers I almost stick to uh, 65 65 all right this was actually 82 yeah not, not nearly as much cynicism as, as maybe I would have had or maybe I would have expected yeah, so Tihi Bag, who we were, we were playing with, um, it feels to me like a mix of an older style shooter mixed with a little bit of new flair. It's completely balanced, no in-game money. BS makes you feel better, just pure skill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so we're going to read some of the reviews here. From PC Arena, they gave it a 90. For a free game that's admittedly an interactive uh, recruiting poster, Double A is a great game. Tom, what you got? PC Game World 75, a stripped-down, bare-bones, tactical, multiplayer shooter. The simplicity of the title detracts considerably from gameplay, but it still cannot prevent the game from being fun. What's PC Gamer say? All right, PC Gamer gave it an 88. They said, uh, I'd recommend this game at $50. At the cost of a quick snatch and grab from the nearest recruiting station, it is easy a must play. There you go. And that actually, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about at first because this has always been a digital download. But in 2003, it's a couple gigs to download. So uh, it was more reasonable to go buy a recruiting station and grab the CD-ROM. I'm pretty sure that I had a copy of the CD-ROM of this game. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that sitting in my rack for a while. Yeah. Um, all right. So we heard from some of the critics. Uh, this is, is, is it going to soon be someone else's garbage? I mean, it's going to, it's not really going in the trash. Like we said that, that, that it's death is greatly exaggerated. The servers will still be there. It just won't be supported anymore, but we will hear from some of the reviewers. We heard from Tiki bag about all his, all his, uh, his love for this game in chat, Bob, whenever you're ready. All right. Uh, leapy says pros can play with friends. Cons. I have no friends. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Uh, Tom, you got a review there? Sugar Man with 3,063 hours on record. It's okay, it's okay I guess. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Recommended. Uh, Frank? Uh, Elixtralite says, please don't draft me. Recommended. <laughs> and one more, Bob. All right. This is from uh, Gimprovise. It is sad when the U.S. Army makes a more engaging and fun shooter than most AAA. Yeah. And for a pretty low price, too, from what we saw. Um, so there's a lot of other positive reviews pointing out some good things for this game. And rather than reading through someone's 20,000 word dissertation, which, you know, people do that on Steam, um, I wanted to highlight a couple of points that we didn't really hit on. First, the community, everyone always talks about how good the community is that, I mean, it's a pretty small community and it seems like you get to know the people that, that you play with and you play on consistent teams. You saw some clan tags. So um, every time that I jumped on, despite it being VoIP, um, you know, with your own team and enemy teams, um, so you, you can talk to each other, there, there wasn't any raging, any toxic behavior that I saw. I'm sure it happens, but, um, you know, this, this feels like the kind of lobby that you would you would find, um, you know, maybe some uh, people who love Civil War history and stuff, you know, <laughs> that know a lot about that kind of thing. They were people who were into the Delta Force games back in the early 2000s. Um, that, that was the impression that I got. So another thing is that it's definitely not like Call of Duty sweaty carry. It's all about the positioning, teamwork, um, doing call outs and stuff. So there's a lot of tactics to it. And apparently cheaters haven't been much of an issue, like I said, because of the smaller community size. Um, and also, obviously, whenever you have, um, you know, community-controlled servers, um, these are privately controlled servers, so they have some autonomy over that kind of thing. And there's definitely some drama you can read about on Steam about, like, people who have put 4,000 hours into this game and the developers don't interact with them the way that they want. And But it, it seems like it's mostly been a, a community of nice, regular, com, but competitive players. So 
yeah, that's that's about this game. Uh, so it's time to give this game a score of our own. Our scoring system here is a little unique. Anyone can rate a game on a zero to 10 scale, but leaves a little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable. So as normal, you've got your masterpieces like, uh, I grabbed this from my template without putting anything in there. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which maybe will get a 9 or a 10. And then your lower scoring games like Battlefield 2042. But as a game gets worse, it goes past 0 and you go all the way to negative 10, where it's a game that's so bad it's good. So where would you guys put this on the scale? Is it uh, enjoyable because it's bad or is it enjoyable because it's good? And I think we're kind of all going to be in the same ballpark with this one. But um, yeah, what, what do you guys think? Let's start with Tom. What do you think? Well, I think it's, I, I think it's definitely good. Uh, you know what I mean? Like there, it's it would definitely not yeah. be on that range where I'm like, oh, this is a bad game for sure. And I I don't know, maybe I'm being swayed by Tihi, you know, um, mm -hmm. because I, <laughs> I I I was starting to get kind of the feel for some of those opinions, yeah. but like just hearing him say some of like the broader base of like the people that play and like the way it's set up and that people are competitive with it. But I thought it was a great point in that like there's a lot of games now where like there are these mechanics like you know like you're jumping into mechs or using like a grappling hook to fly around or these like in exaggerated slide moves that are mm -hmm. appearing and like like uh, there was one of the reviews that we just read someone just read that um the simplicity of there it was it was from one of mine the simplicity of the title detracts considerably from gameplay i feel like you can make the exact inverse argument and be like be like no the fact that it's simple is like what makes it attractive you know yeah, like sure um so with that with that said like because it doesn't need to not nothing has to have like kill streaks and all these crazy things to happen <laughs> and you know like every time you kill someone it does like an electric guitar yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah so i don't know i i i maybe this is crazy but i i was i say like a 7.5 i'm tempted to say 8 7.5 wow let's say, i'll say it's a high I'll say 7.5 there you go. Yeah, and uh, Teehee Bag in, in chat said, uh, as far as friends goes, great for friendships. Unlike a lot of games, this one does not auto put you in a server with random people. You usually play with the same guys. We're all good, really good friends now, and it does have a competitive scene. This game you can launch if you have 20 minutes until you have to go to work and just have some fun. Yeah, and that, that's a great point about the servers because um, I grew up with Counter-Strike, and like I had like servers that I played, and obviously a lot of it had to do with like how close they were and how, how low the ping was, but like in, in games that are server based which are dwindling nowadays um like it was a big deal that battlefield wasn't going to do um battlefield 2042 wasn't going to have private servers um that used to be a, a huge thing that like you would you would host your own server people so maybe someone would know would set up a server to host the games and like you control the rules for it you could do wacky rules for the server if you wanted to but you could like reserve a slot and usually you would do that by like um donating to the whoever is hosting the server so you could always bump someone out and get in the server if you wanted to it's kind of a little a little world that um a lot of people don't know about haven't experienced but it was um very popular back in the early 2000s and a lot of you know each other from the very first uh, America's Army. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Frank, what about what about you? What do you think? As much as I don't want to give uh, a piece of propaganda, a very high score. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a soft sell, honestly. You know, if you don't know what you're doing with <laughs> yeah. your life, you know, and you maybe not the smartest uh, tool in the shed. Hey, you, you know, you, it's a it's a consideration option. Uh, is what yeah, they said, right? you know, it's you're probably gonna do it regardless of this game. You know, so if you can yeah. have fun. Uh, so I, 
I'm gonna give it a six. I'm gonna give it a because it, it's you know there it's you decent. I, I you know I feel like if if I was bigger into like the Counter Strike type games, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe I'd give it a little higher. Uh, but you know, I, I just kind of enjoy this type of games, you know, I'd play it with like you guys, but I, I probably wouldn't play it something like this on my own just for fun, you know? Sure. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, six. Yeah. Yeah. And Tiki Bags, a lot of people have moved from America's army to insurgency. I'll be honest. I have, I'm not familiar with insurgency at all. seems, seems like the exact same gameplay style though, huh? Oh, that? Yeah. Little, yeah. little slower paced first person, um, military shooter, slower paced than call of duty. Like it's not an arcade game. And Bob, what do you think? All right, I'm kind of the similar page or uh, thing. I'll just say uh, 6.5. I did have quite a bit of it. I think it's still a solid game. 6.5. Of course, could improve okay. some things, but all in all, it's, especially for being free, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. And also, we, we really didn't right play them play in game, game again. We kind of killed each other, <laughs> which is kind of cool. They don't have like a deathmatch mode. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. We, we didn't yeah, really, really get to experience the board. mode. Yeah. Yeah. We saw like the VIP mode and stuff, but. I I think for me this game is fine. Like this style of shooter is for a specific person. I think like this style is um in its it's more polished or arcadey form. A lot of people probably would go to like a Rainbow Six or um Tiki back in chat was saying insurgency. Um if if you love like holding the angles and map knowledge and stuff, a more sci-fi version of it's Valorant, right? Um in 2022, I don't think there's a lot going for like this version of the game. In 2013, when it came out, uh, probably a little bit more, but um, I, I think just adding maps, it hasn't really you know kept up that much. But uh, obviously, you can't say enough about the community and the friends you make along the way, right? So, um, and I said in the original America's Army when it came out, that was absolutely competitive as far as visually and gameplay and stuff. That was my experience of it when it first came out. So, um, you know, if, if you love these specific mechanics, it, it might click for you and you'll probably find a community of players to become good friends with for nightly gaming in the future. Um, me personally, I'd rather be sliding around corners and whipping shots off of bounce pads like an apex, but that's just where I am right now. So, you know, not for me right now. So, um, but, but I can appreciate what it is. I'd, I'd give it a seven and, um, yeah, so that, that's where I'm at seven. Well, that is our game, um, America's Army Proving Ground, since they are shutting down the servers, but uh, they're hucking it in the garbage, but not a garbage game. Just uh, pretty pretty solid tactical shooters, I think, where we all came in. You guys want to play some more, don't you? That's what you want. Maybe. If you, I'll, I'll, I'll launch it again if you want. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll do it. Just, just, well, yeah, just for fun. Um, we, we have to do a prize, a... Uh, for those who are unaware, every every garbage game night, I give out a prize to the winner who got the most points for guessing things and other reasons. And um, the prize this evening—it's always a three D printed prize. The prize this evening will be a uh, an army style dog tag I knew with, it. with your I name knew on it. it and your gamer stolen tag. Stolen valor, baby, it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's gonna be stolen valor stolen if valor. it's a. It's a three no, uh, actually, you know, the, uh, plastic the, printed no, actually, 3D uh, model. Actually, the same thing with the helicopter thing, they would make a uh, dog tag for you. Uh, oh, with yeah. the army experience. Thing? Yeah, they would give you. They give you. Yeah, really? they give you a dog tag. And uh, I'm trying to think. You can custom. I might have one oh, that says lizard druid. I might. I don't know. I was I was doing some calculations. I didn't put it on 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 Twitch here, but I was doing some calculations about who was guessing the right psyops. The little game we played. Um, but in the end, it has to come down to the player who, who came through for me. And uh, 
and was my teammate to the end, grenading my body. So congratulations, Tom. We'll get a, we'll get a dog bag this evening. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I knew that grenading your uh, still bleeding corpse was the right way to go. The right strategic move to try and kill the person right. who killed me. I get see, it. I understand. See, Bob, yeah, yeah. Bob was dumb and he tried to help his friend. I knew, <laughs> I knew using my friend's lifeless corpse as, uh, as bait. That's the way to go. in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.